Hey guys, welcome to Carol's Coffee House, a place where Catholic singles in their 20s and 30s can grow in community and deepen their spiritual life. I'm Maura. I'm Sarah. Grab your favorite cup of coffee. Or tea. And let's get started. Hey Sarah, how's your week been? Oh hey, how's it going? Mine has been mine has been a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Super busy lately, which I guess is a good thing. I'm I'm also very tired now and I can't decide if I'd rather be bored or busy. <laughs> Not sure. But um know it's exciting. I had a a friend come and visit me this weekend from back home. And so I haven't seen her in a long time. We can't remember actually the last time we saw each other in person. So it was really fun. It was, I was just showing her around where I live and we did all kinds of fun things. So yes, I am. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been? Funny you should ask. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys all know about how I've been studying for that comprehensive exam. I took it. So today is Mother's Day. I took it on Friday after having the scariest Thursday in existence. And that's to exaggerate, but it's in my memory. (laughs) It's scarier than the times I've ever like decided to tell a man I liked him. (laughs) Oh, oh, a man is just a man. This is my career. (laughs) 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 so thursday i was like okay we are taking this exam today okay so i pull up so i'm like reviewing my notes and stuff i'm like okay let's get let's log in let's just pull it up to get it ready it wasn't there so i'm just freaking out i then i email my advisor and Mm -hmm. explain it to him and here's the thing this exam is supposed to be open until may 31st at 11 59 okay <laughs> and i told him that i'm like hey it's listed as this and he told me well no actually it's only supposed to be good until the end of the semester which is this weekend mm-hmm. i think or next weekend i don't know yeah but he did tell me to take it up with the chair he's like email the chair and they'll hope like they might be able to pull it back up so so I email her explaining, hey, yeah. I wasn't able to register for this exam this semester, so I have to take the comprehensive exam with the school, but mm-hmm. I just tried to open it and it's no longer accessible to me. It's no longer there. Mm-hmm. And then, so this is all in the morning still. Gosh. So that's 11.40 a.m. I hear nothing. And then three hours later, I'm just freaking out. An hour later, I sent a follow-up email explaining, hey, so if I click back, it's in closed courses from 2020. (laughs) And says that it's no longer open. And then I had already cried that day. (laughs) I was just so scared because... I need to pass this thing. <laughs> I need to take it and pass it to graduate. Because yeah. <laughs> my program, you have to take an exam and pass it mm-hmm. to graduate. Yeah. Not all programs are like this. It's just in my school. And then the next morning at 9.30 a.m. Okay, I have adjusted. I've extended the date for this. She is, should be accessible to her now. Let me know if there's any further problems. <laughs> And then I um, just reviewed my stuff, got myself vaccinated, studied for a few more hours, just had everything together. And then I took the exam and I got an 86 out of 100 in my past. Hey! Hey! (laughs) Oh, good job. Yeah. And then I turned in my last paper. Your last paper ever of your college? Yes. Yes. But I do graduate. I get to graduate. Yay! Congratulations. So exciting. Guys, you got to give it up for Maura. She has been working so hard. I'll never forget when I turned in my final project for my mm-hmm. for my college. And so my last part of school was dedicated to this final project that I had to mm-hmm. do. I studied and did homework and typed and put together this portfolio. <clears throat> For weeks and weeks, months really, 
and handed it in, had my final interview, went home, and I, you know, my roommate was like, congratulations, and I was like, thank you, and I was like, on the super high, and then I sat down, and I was like, what do I do now? (laughs) What do I, what do people do when they don't have to do homework? Mm. It was a great feeling, but it was also like, I don't have homework. I don't have to. I, I will say it felt like all of my problems disappeared in life. Mm-hmm. Um, any that exist. And now that over the course of the last few days, they've crept back in. But I had a lot of things that I was putting off until after I st- turned everything in. So mm-hmm. I um, caught up on Bible in a year in the last week. I mean, right. the last six, six days of it, not the entire. <laughs> not the whole year so far. No, because I just stopped listening on uh, at mm-hmm. Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I start. I caught up on The Chosen. Okay. I started watching Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, how's that? I've been. It is very good on episode four. Okay. Sick. Um, I made a list of all the things I need to get done. So I wrote. <laughs> turn in paper and I did that she literally (laughs) she literally has a notebook with a list that she is reading off of right now I can see the list as we speak (laughs) and then I wrote down emails because I need to email some teachers some faculty and then I don't have to do any more emails because uh my score got turned in okay um I had to pick up my cap and gown and I was gonna do that yesterday but I was feeling under the weather so instead I went to confess fashion and by end of the weather I meant I mean that my body was tingly and I was really tired oh sure and thankfully all that broke all my symptoms were gone by like 6 or 7 p.m oh okay (laughs) yeah um write letters to my internship site to say thank you update resume um apply for jobs that's going to be done in like three weeks (laughs) I decided to put days of when to get these things done um instantly yeah decorate so pick up cap and gown is for monday write letters is for today update resume is for today but i think i'm doing it later this week so that joe can help me with that um Uh apply for jobs that's in three weeks decorate cap is going to be on tuesday (laughs) you are so organized finalize the catering menu for my grad party which is um the same day that i graduate okay yeah yeah gonna be barbecue pulled pork and uh, roasted chicken breast mm-hmm. and then I also need to find vegan cookies for my party but my caterer they might be able to make their cookies vegan or just dairy free which would be awesome okay um find a cake for my niece's second birthday because she turns two um that same weekend the day before I graduate mm-hmm. to get comfortable and cute shoes for graduation because we're not allowed to wear heels on the field and I need to watch The Martian. I need to get finish listening to Catholic stuff you should know. And I need to like continue to get caught up on the Roman Circus podcast. Watch The Martian is on your to-do list. Yeah, it's something I do whenever semester ends. I love how your list is a mix of things that you need to get done for graduation and also watch The Martian. Personal thing. <laughs> <laughs> like things that I just that I've been putting out doing like okay these are the things that oh. I reward myself with and here's the things that I have to get done <laughs> and I have to find like an, an outfit for graduation too and but I already so immediately after I passed my comp I claimed my tickets because I had to do that by the next day at like noon <laughs> yeah which is also why I had to take my test by a certain time so mm-hmm. that I was like okay now we know I'm graduating and now I can claim my ticket hmm yeah yeah oh so exciting I'm super excited for you I was so excited I even texted an update to men that I talked to on dating apps that I had their number that I haven't talked to in months <laughs> that knew <laughs> and they're like congratulations that's awesome <laughs> wait guys that you used to talk to uh, that you met from dating apps and you still have their number yeah you still keep in touch with them regularly um well one of them he and i became friends because he actually wanted so he messaged me on hinge in order to set me up with his friend 
Well, both of us have had really, really exciting, <laughs> busy week. So yeah, yeah. Why don't we go ahead and get into our espresso shot for the week? Our espresso shot today is from St. Francis de Sales. And he says, have patience with all things, but first with yourself. Never confuse your mistakes with your value as a human being. You are a perfectly valuable, creative, worthwhile person simply because you exist. And no amount of triumphs or tribulations can ever change that. This hits home. It really does. For everyone listening, if you guys want to give us your reflection on this, send it in. If, yeah. Like if this really stir like stirs you, please send us your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear them. I think that we've both gone through a lot of trials and triumphs, and we've both needed to be patient with ourselves. And this was just kind of a reminder for me. Whew, yeah, let's let's be nicer to ourselves. It God loves us. <laughs> I should we should, we should love us, and yeah, right. life can be hard. You know how in Harry Potter, they're like, 10 points to Ravenclaw, yeah. 50 points to Gryffindor and all that. And it's like raising their value. Yeah. And, when they, and then when they mess up, points mm-hmm. get taken away. And sometimes I feel like in my own life, not exactly that, you know, <laughs> 10 points to Sarah. Uh, <laughs> but, but kind of, you know, that rise and fall of points and mm-hmm. value when I yeah. do things it like raises my value yeah and when I mess up it takes the value away and yeah that's not what that's not how it works we're not we're not a Hogwarts house <laughs> right so okay if I'm not getting things done and other people are uh, my brain calculates subtracts points from me and adds points to them mm-hmm. like you feel like you're behind on life mm-hmm or oh they're more about like they like their value has increased and mine's like decreasing mm-hmm. <laughs> like a stock market thing yeah that hard that's hard <laughs> it is well and it's so hard especially when you do mess up to not be so hard on yourself sometimes I go back and forth between when I do mess up mm-hmm. you know when people say be gentle with yourself. Be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Also, I appreciate a good kick in the butt. So I, you just reminded me of some priests I've had in confession who mm-hmm. were. It's like they kind of just like give you like, and you're just like, oh. Because <laughs> I mean, you're there confessing this stuff, but you're like being really like gentle with yourself, and then they're like, um, this is this is, yeah, don't do this. Mm-hmm. The one time I took a long time to go back to confess something and there was like, please never wait this long ever again. Like come back immediately. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. need to get this. You need to be clean of this immediately. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Or, ooh, I heard a priest sigh with sadness over something. I told him, I'm like, ooh, that's, that was real bad. Like, they hear a lot of sins, but this was the one that I was, he was just like, <sighs> I was just like, oh, he like felt the pain that I inflicted on Jesus. Oh, I think it's good to have priests that are very gentle and loving. Mm-hmm. Just exactly like a father, you mm-hmm. know, like a father wanting to help his spiritual child. Yeah. Well, this priest, was, he told me, he's like, he gave me some like, he gave me some like good prayers and he gave me some resources and then he also said and you know sometimes we just have to take it day by day and like sometimes i need to take it I'm like well yesterday it was two days ago i needed to take it hour by hour mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes it's minute by minute and sometimes it's like hey every three we're gonna take it every three days but yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and he like but he he just expressed such an understanding and okay you're really trying and you were <laughs> and he kind of laughed a little bit just in um because I've had pre-slap before and just being like like oh this is really relatable mm-hmm. 
Because one time I confessed being so angry that I was just like about something in sports. And they're just like, oh, yeah, I'm watching that, too. And I've been yelling at my TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, something like the devil is what gets us to think that we're, we're worthless if we mm-hmm. make mistakes. And we have yeah. to remember that that's that's not from God. God does not think us anywhere less worthy, but you know, it's always right. doesn't mean that we shouldn't improve. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's just you know, you are a perfectly valuable, creative, worthwhile person. Mm-hmm. I love that worth the the part where it says worthwhile person simply because you exist. We have such worth and value as children of God. I love how Perry she constantly says this all the time I hear her say this but like no you are a beloved child of God yes because it that's one of those things where you know it but you kind of forget about it or you're just like yeah. oh, God God loves me yeah I know God loves me but that in itself you are a beloved child of God that is very valuable to you mm-hmm. And it's really easy to forget that sometimes. And no amount of triumphs or tribulations can ever change that. Yes. I think when we do mess up, God, it makes God sad. It hurts him mm-hmm. that he forgives us. He's with us when we mess up. He is with us in our joy. We have value. We have worth. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't change just because of who we are. Like it's sometimes it's dangerous. You get to play the comparison game. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that person yeah. is like super strong spiritually, and like there's more over here. She's really good at Bible in a year, and <laughs> all the Catholic podcasts. And I'm oh my here. gosh, the number of times I don't understand what I'm listening to because I just hear words I don't actually comprehend the sentences that Father Mike is saying. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, listen to that one. Because I'm in a group that like writes reflections and I read the reflections. I'm like, well, this, he's talking about this. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or this person has a great speaking voice. <laughs> uh, it's not me. <laughs> not me either. Oh, gosh. It's so funny because um, so in the early podcast of the Roman Circus podcast, Mm-hmm. So Zach Mayberry, he said that's like, I'm glad that you guys are listening, which I don't really understand because I hate the sound of my own voice. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, I relate to this so much. That's a good quote. St. Francis de Sales, be patient with yourself. Yeah. That's something you have to do in grad school. Be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to be patient anymore. shall we introduce our topic for this episode sure so in the espresso shot as always we try to kind of like match the themes up yeah espresso shot kind of gives a good introduction to what we want to talk about today which is how to be patient as a single person Mm -hmm. when all around you, it seems like other people, friends, family members, strangers off the street mm-hmm. are progressing in their life, specifically really growing their families, growing their families. Yes, specifically in their vocation and getting married and moving forward and how much it can be. It can be a struggle to sit and watch that happen and trying to be patient because sometimes I feel when you see friends moving on and settling into their life and you are not settled yet, it's really easy to get frustrated with yourself. Mm-hmm. It's with your life in general. It's really easy to get impatient and start letting your insecurities and your self doubt creep in. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, what's wrong with me? What am I yeah. doing wrong? Why is this not happening for me? What, you know, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is something I never experienced in my earlier mid twenties. Like I had no issue watching my friends enter the vocations and grow their families at that point. Mm-hmm. It's now in my late twenties that I'm like, Ooh, this is, this is getting hard. And we've, we've talked about 
having this as a topic for an episode for mm-hmm. about a month and but there's been other things that we've tackled first because we both have people in our lives that we've they've they've already had children and now yep. they're having another one yeah <laughs> so my grade school best friend mm-hmm. she got married a few years ago she had her first kid and then i saw her second pregnancy announcement and i was just like and my first thought was ooh okay people are going on their second babies now and, which is like such a funny thing for me to think because I've had friends already have their like second and thirds <laughs> they're running circles around us <laughs> and I'm just like I understand that I'm working on a degree right now that's almost mm-hmm. done but that's like okay did I miss my stop on the train did right. I miss my train <laughs> okay they're they're moving ahead in life and I'm not <laughs> Back in the fall, I was on, no, it was in January. I was on the phone with my best friend who um, lives in Baltimore. She has twins. And she was talking about, and then she's like, oh, yeah, so tonight I'm settling in for a movie with my family. Went into some cuddles like while watching the movie. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, cool. That's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was just like, wow, we are in very different places. And she's like, we are, but not for very long. I'm like, no, you're in a very different place in life than me. Like you just are. And this is getting hard. (laughs) I hadn't talked to her a whole lot over the last few months, just because I've been busy and I've been talking to other people instead that are in our state of life. (laughs) Because talking to her could be painful mm-hmm. just hearing about her life and just and she just like would not grasp mine and but we actually just talked the other day because I it was my first week of not having any school or internship so we had the time to like schedule a phone call and like kind of reconcile things and I was like hey yeah it, it stings hearing you talk about it can, sometimes it stings hearing you talk about your family life and stuff because I'm just not there yet. And she's like, oh, please let me know this so I can be more sensitive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's a pain. Like it, like watching people grow their families, especially like I think that particularly at this late 20s and through the 30s, it's like, ooh, will, will that be me? Will mm-hmm. I get to do that? Because in the early mid 20s, we're like, oh yeah, we still have time. Like, that, that, oh yeah, that will totally be my, like, I'll totally have that for myself someday. But now it's like, Will this happen? I don't know. Did I miss my stop? Did I miss, like, did I actually say no to the right guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, it is hard when you have then married friends and especially when they start having kids because mm-hmm. it's then, it's a little bit like you're living two different kinds of lives. Yeah. You're living two different kinds of lives, but where you're still living kind of the same life, those are the good old days for them. Their lives are so different now. You know, they're moms and dads and they have mm-hmm. they have to prioritize family time. Mm-hmm. They have to balance so many different schedules. They have to focus on so many other things. And it's hard. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if maybe, you know, like, do my married friends though, my married friends with kids, do they look at me and think, oh, it's really hard to talk to Sarah because she gets to do all these fun things now. Like if she wants to pick up and go to Italy for two weeks, she can do it. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. I wonder if they, if they also look at me and think, oh man, it's really hard to like watch this girl still be single. And (laughs) that's a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, one of my friends after listening to uh, the episode that I gave on my discernment, told me that she's jealous that I'm in grad school because she always wanted to be in grad school. She always wanted to get a master's, Mm. but it also made her really reflect like, Oh, I'm very thankful for my husband. (laughs) Like, yes, we get grouchy and we're tired and we fight, but that's what confessions for. And then we reconcile. Mm -hmm. She's like, you don't know how jealous I am of you. I'm like, well, I think we can, you're not giving me a reason to not be jealous of you. You're just saying that it goes both ways. She's like, oh, <laughs> okay. But my married friends, 
they are jealous of free time. They wish that they had the free time that we had. Mm-hmm. But they also do want me to find someone and get married. They want that for me. They want me to join the club, which I'm like, well, there's only so much I can do. Um, and I think because once you have that kind of love and devotion and commitment, it's such, or it can be such a stable, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense that they want that for all the people that they love too. Like they want everyone to be as happy as they are. And that's awesome. Yeah. So sometimes it's a struggle when you see everybody else, their lives are falling into place. I remember, actually, I remember right before I turned 30, I was freaking out about it a little bit because I was like, um, single and 30. And but then I kind of thought about it. And I'm not the kind of person who I like spontaneous things. Mm-hmm. I like surprises. And that's one thing that I, I find like it kind of occurred to me, you know, the couple months before my 30th birthday, I said, there's still so much of my life that is unknown. And that's kind of exciting to me. I know some mm-hmm. people are kind of like that freaks them out. They don't <laughs> like that. They want everything figured out now. I like most days that there is so much of my life that is still unknown that still has to fall into place there are a lot of times though that I'm very impatient about that like okay but when is it going to fall into place right when is this peace that I've been looking for and praying about finally going to happen it's very very frustrating and it makes you I don't know for me there's always a temptation to be impatient to be frustrated like yeah. what else do I have to do mm-hmm. do you know how many dating apps I'm on <laughs> <laughs> the ones that aren't that I'm probably about to like unpause and be like okay we're back <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah it's yeah and you see like you see your friends so happy with their with their spouses and they have these beautiful families and it's something that you want too yeah although if it was my sister-in-law if she got pregnant again mm-hmm. i i think she's the only person that i wouldn't be feeling left behind with i'd be like oh yes sophie gets a sibling mm-hmm. <laughs> i get to be an aunt again but with everybody else, it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because, okay, today is Mother's Day. There's a lot of tweets and posts about Mother's Day. And those that are tweeting about whether coming to terms with maybe they won't become a mother. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh. I hadn't really, I had like, yeah, I'm coming to terms with accepting that maybe this won't happen. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm, it just like really was, it was like a beasting. Yeah. <laughs> Reading that, I was like, oh, I hadn't really thought about accepting that yet. I've thought about being at peace with like, okay, maybe, but not accepting that. It was like, mm-hmm. ooh, that, that's hard. And just because unless I, if I don't become a mother, like if I don't get married and become a mom, if I'm a godmother, I'll be like, okay, yes, I am a mother in some way. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, it is, it just, it can be a struggle sometimes to watch your friends around you getting married and having children and living life that you would like to, you're like, I want to be in the club. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, that's what we envision our life being. Like, that's mm-hmm. the life we want to have. It's like, oh, they get to have it and we don't yet. Maybe well, we don't get to have it someday. Yeah. And that's hard to think about. And I think like when you're, when you're younger, like I always pictured myself with my friends, like, oh, someday we're all going to be married and mm-hmm. our kids are going to be friends. I'll be pregnant with my girlfriends. Like, we can, yeah. you know, and you live that life. And then when that starts happening without you, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. 
I don't like this. This is not what I thought would happen. Yeah, it's like they all got to go on the train and you we all like got held behind by the tape or the ribbon or something. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, oh, you mean my guy didn't show up yet? Like, where, where is he? Yeah. Where, yeah. Where's my person? Yeah. It can also be lonely too because sometimes you feel like when your friends like get married and mm-hmm. move on with their life, it's, it's kind of like they start like a brand new life together as should be. That is right. That is what should happen. They begin their life together. Mm-hmm. It can be a little bit lonely. It's almost like, I don't know, sometimes I feel weird for saying this, but sometimes it feels like when your friends get married, there's just a little bit of moment of grieving mm-hmm. because life is not going to be the same anymore. Mm-mm. It's a good thing that has happened and you're happy for them, but you're never going to be in the same place again. But yeah, it can be a little bit lonely when they start their own lives because it's like, well, I don't know where I fit into this. They are moving on without us. A little bit or just almost a jealousy, not jealousy, even just like I can't because I'm not there yet. I don't know what that's like. I can't really relate to that because I don't have anybody that I'm committed to in that way. Mm. I don't know. It's not like you cease to exist to each other because you're not in the married club or the mom club, mm-hmm. but life is not, life is changing and that can be weird. Yeah. Some of my friends, I do feel like they're moving on without me or leaving me behind. And it's like, Ooh, am I the last one at the station? And then Twitter it's like, oh, I'm not the last one at the station. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's other people here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I always thought I'd be married with children before 30. I always thought that. Because my goal was to graduate before 30, which I did it. <laughs> I accomplished that. But then I also did think I would be able to date during it and that actually mm-hmm. proved really difficult so I quit that mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just it's hard I mean I talked before about how like at our first episode I talked or second episode I talked about how I felt like my vocation was being put on hold until after I graduated mm-hmm. and now okay. that I'm there it's like oh cool now I can like work on that but I'm also at a point where I'm like oh I have friendships that I've also been neglecting yeah it's like oh let's repair some of these maybe it's still not quite time to look at my vocation while I have actual relationships to like fix and invest in yeah 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 and I I just want to reiterate a little bit I do enjoy being single there are so many good parts about it. <laughs> Sucky parts really, really suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's a lot of there's a lot of really good things that I like about being single, and it's fun, and it's like I like I like to be spontaneous. I like to just I like that I have so much independence. But yeah, there are times when there's just like the lonely is really overwhelming, and then you see your friends who are happy and they're in their marriage and with their families and they have they have your dream yeah yeah and that can be lonely and it can be hard to talk about yeah because you want to share those feelings that you have like when it's lonely you kind of you'd like that yeah you want to share that but you also don't want to sound sad and pathetic yeah so So now we're just doing it here (laughs) you don't want your friends or anybody to like pity you so you're just what are you supposed to do or get just like a lot of like well-meaning comments Hmm. or advice oh it will happen for you someday or enjoy your singleness or just like all it's like some like sometimes we just need like yeah this sucks like, oh, that sounds painful. And not like, oh, head up. God has a journey for you. It's like, <laughs> mm. 
there's a point where not all the time and I don't say this aloud usually but like when I get the oh it'll happen for you someday like it's good okay. time will come I usually think to myself I don't know man I had a pretty good streak going do I really <laughs> want to break it <laughs> this is not a world record I want to break well, <laughs> but I have times where I do think will I ever get to experience being pregnant because yeah. that looks magical <laughs> and yeah. that's something I would like to experience and being pregnant yeah yeah like so my friend who just visited she is pregnant mm-hmm. um, with her first child and she's got the easiest pregnancy ever but my sister-in-law one of my sister-in-laws had the whole pregnancy was so brutal on her mm-hmm. it was awful he had such a hard pregnancy I think she might be dreading being pregnant again just because she did not have a good experience the first time. But I don't know. My my friend shared with me that she thought that she could feel her baby fluttering inside of her this weekend and that for the first time. And that was really cool. She said it felt a little bit like gas, but very, very different <laughs> from what she's ever felt before. And so that's something that I will now I can't like I can't feel. Right. And um, I had a friend describe it as feeling like a fishbowl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like feeling like fish are going up against <laughs> the sides and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for my best friend found out she was having twins, she was just very confused and thought that <laughs> yeah. she was having a long run. And then she's like, oh, this is why they're on, like, I feel them on both ends. There's mm-hmm. twins. And I just kind of um, thought they were sideways the entire time and we're just like <laughs> using their hands and feet. Yeah. <laughs> but even, no matter what happens, getting married and having children or not does not determine our worth. <laughs> exactly. Because, okay, I just finished a master's degree. Mm-hmm. And then... And I was like really high on that until I was seeing all the Mother's Day posts. And then I was just like, ooh, well, will I get to do that someday? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> and then not looking moment- good right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's really that moment it. of it's there's two sides of my mind. The part of me that's like, ooh, having a master's degree adds value. But then there's the other part of me like, oh, it might well, a man look at this and be like, ooh, I'm overqualified for them mm-hmm. not attempt anything. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, we're not going to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, it's a little bit different because my job, I'm a nanny. So mm-hmm. I kind of have a little bit of an outlet. I don't know. Some days it feels like I'm living a stay-at-home mom life. You know, I get to be with the kids all day. Mm-hmm. And like, so I have that to kind of plug into. It sort of fulfills me a little bit. They're not my kids, and I'm not raising them. Like, they're, you know, the parents and I agree on most things, which is why it's such a good fit. But they're not my kids. There will be a day. We're not going to think about it because I'll start crying. But there will be a day when I have to move forward from them. Mm-hmm. We're not going to cry. If you want to cry, you can. I'm not going to. uh, (laughs) Because I won't stop. But, and that's that's what it should be. I'm a nanny. I'm not their mom. I've invested a lot in them. And I've worked really hard for them. And so sometimes that's hard for me personally. Just because I invest so much of my time. So much hard work. I work so hard for them because I care about them so much. And I love those little kids, just wanting them to be so happy, to give them a good childhood. I get to do fun things with them. I get to teach them things. And it's really, really rewarding in that sense. And I'm lucky that I get to do that, not having my own, you know, not having a family of my own. Mm-hmm. And that's my, that's my specific situation. I know a lot of people don't have that that outlet I guess you know maybe maybe you're out there and you have nieces or nephews that you can kind of invest yourself in family life that way you get to be the fun aunt or the fun uncle 
And that's awesome. Yeah. Like be the aunt or uncle to your friend's kids. And I think that that's, it's an easy way to be satisfied if you live near them and can be there mm-hmm. more frequently than if they live out of state. Yeah. I don't know. That's something that I reflect on from time to time of just, just in my job, I'm able to experience a little bit of family life and I don't know. It's just really fun to be able to like live and invest in a family. And yeah, it just makes me think if I can care and work so hard for a family, that's not mine. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? Like, what would it, I can't imagine what it would be like to have my own family, to have so much more love and devotion to these little humans that I've made. (laughs) Right. And um, so I've nannied, I've been, I've babysat and I've nannied and Yes, we get to leave, mm-hmm. but we also want to stay. We love those kids and we want to stay. Yeah. <laughs> like we love them. Like there's this love that comes from us when we work with them and get to know them. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have my own yet. Cause I've been told by people that's like, oh, once you start working with kids, you won't want them anymore. And then like, so yeah. do you still really want kids? I'm like, yeah, even more, even more now. Mm-hmm. There's a part of yourself that in dying grows love. Mm-hmm. Like cleaning up puke or whatever, or mm-hmm. any mess. You are loving them in cleaning that up. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, and it's expanding yourself. And it's just kind of weird to walk away after that. <laughs> yep. Which I guess is also why it's kind of weird to walk, for anyone to walk away from. If somebody like abandons their children or something, it'd be very weird to walk away after you like gave so much of yourself. Yeah. And then they hug you with their arms around your neck. And then they like sit with you. And then they're just like playing with your hair. (laughs) And they ask you about your favorite animals. (laughs) And share their favorite movies. Yeah. There are like, there are a lot of times on the weekend, you know, I like my free time. So I always laugh because on Fridays, when I leave for the day, usually I'm like ready to run out the door and just like get me out of this house. Mm-hmm. And then usually by like nine o'clock, I'm looking at my phone and all the pictures I took of them <laughs> the last week, going, "I miss you." <laughs> so it's actually really fun to be with their family. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we do stuff together, like with the parents too, and I really like that kind of family time mm-hmm. where I'm like their aunt that's doing stuff with them in a lot of ways they feel like I am their aunt but I really like our family time that's awesome it's fun it's really fun and again I'm really lucky like that is very specific to my situation I'm really lucky that I have that to be a part of I know some people don't have that and that's really difficult when you your heart is desiring that sense of family in that way, you know, and that sense of being a mom or being a dad or being a husband or a wife and not being able to have that peace mm-hmm. that you're missing and desiring so much. Yeah. And if you don't have anything like that, that you can plug into, then that can get really lonely and really discouraging and I understand that yeah so moving forward grounds to cover you know what I'm gonna say yeah yeah I do (laughs) guys pray three Hail Marys every day for your vocation three Hail Marys every day give it over to the Lord because I haven't been doing that I would say think about what you need pray on what you need in those friendships either like whether or not you might need space from them or how you can be more involved or how to talk to them about what you're dealing with in their where they're at in life and how maybe how they talk about it how that might hurt that might cause you pain because you're not there yet but just figure out what you need and what you need to do and take care of yourself Mm -hmm. yeah be patient with yourself yeah Um, I would say, yeah, I think that's a good one. I think there is, at least for me, 
sometimes, you know, there's a temptation to when you see your married friends who are also having, you know, they have their own families. It's like, oh, they're too busy for me. They have their own stuff. They have kids. They have their life. That doesn't include me. They're so busy. I'm not going to bother them. Don't step away from those friendships like that. Keep those, like, if it's going to be healthy for you, keep those friendships. Like, do what you need to do. I bet they would love either for you to text them and say, hey, you guys work hard as parents. Go out for a couple hours. I'll watch your kids. Or vice versa, invite the parents out and be like, hey, remember the times we used to have fun with no kids? Let's do that again. Let's just come out. It can be for a quick drink, a couple hours, just get away and let's reconnect a little bit. Yeah. I think that would be a good thing because it's good to keep the doors to those friendships open because your time will come. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet that person and that part of your life is going to fall into place with marriage and a family. You're going to need help. You're going to mm-hmm. need their wisdom and advice because they have experienced it all before you. They'll have lots of advice for you, but you need to make sure that the door stays open. It's good to fight for those friendships. Those Mm -hmm. friendships that you had with those people deserve to be fought for. You need them and they need you. Yeah. Something I was told. So I had a friend that's, I would always explain that because she would over explain her busyness and like, just like, because a lot of people didn't understand and everything she's like hey I did this and that and then I would say I I know you you don't need to tell me this you don't need to explain all this it seems like this is taking a lot of your time explaining this via text you don't need to do this I I understand I know how busy you are Mm -hmm. but whenever I would say that it would make them feel guilty about being busy so then and they said that they also felt guilty about being busy if I texted them at all because a lot of people are texting them. So they're like, yeah, I feel guilty because there's people texting me. I can't get to them right away. So then I decided to not really text them a whole lot. Actually, mm-hmm. I stopped for like a couple of weeks. And then I told them, hey, so I kind of, I stopped texting you so that you wouldn't feel guilty. They're like, thank you. I appreciate that so much. And to me, that was them saying, hey, this really works for me. Don't text me. And I was like, okay, I'll just like wait for you. They're like, okay, cool. And then, so we just had a phone call the other day and they said, Maura, I'd rather feel guilty than never hear from you. I was like, oh, hmm. okay. You could have communicated that like six months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One more, one more thing that I would say, just like a piece of advice. If you find yourself in a period of life where you are frustrated, we've all been there. You're mm-hmm. frustrated. You're feeling impatient. You're starting to doubt yourself and your worth. And you're in a single season, take it to prayer. I would just encourage you to say to the Lord, okay, look, this is something that I desperately want. It hasn't happened for me yet. I know that there is a reason and a purpose for that. So whatever needs to be now, whatever you want me to focus on, whatever the path is that you want me to go forward on for right now, whether that's a career, whether that's studying, where that's a ministry of some sort, whatever it is that I'm supposed to be focusing on right now, show me that road. Mm. Because I want to go on the road that you want me to, whether I like it or not. Mm. (laughs) Lord, I want to want what you want. And that means going on the road that you want me to go on. And so take that to the Lord, ask him, if this is not supposed to happen for me now, what is, what is your plan for right now? And likely that will lead you to future roads. So (laughs) put that up to God. That was the scariest prayer I've ever heard. (laughs) Lord, I want to want what you want. (laughs) Even if I don't want it, I want to want, I'm like, oh, do I? Yes, I do, in theory. (laughs) I do. I want to want what you want. Yep, it doesn't feel good sometimes, but it's good for me. Like broccoli. I like broccoli. I've loved broccoli since I was a child. Oh, 
I like it too, but I use it as an example. <laughs> Maybe I should say like kale. I like kale. You like weird things though. <laughs> I decided right now. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> well, this has been a good discussion. Hopefully we've been able to help anyone who might be struggling and frustrated or even mm-hmm. if you're even if you're in a, a point where you're single and loving it that is awesome and yeah um, live live it up while you can mm-hmm. yeah because there's a greater adventure out there but yeah if you guys want to share your stories with us send them in like right yeah like, give us a rating give us a review send us any feedback yeah if you have a Maybe, or maybe you know someone who has a, a, a story of a long period of waiting and how that worked out for them. That'd mm-hmm. be awesome. So, yeah. But anyway, we appreciate all of you listening in whatever state you are in. We're single country. and loving we, it. We have a download in Japan. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Hello, Japan. <laughs> and What's Germany it like and living in the future? <laughs> Germany, England, maybe Scotland, Ireland. Mexico, Canada. (laughs) We appreciate you guys too. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, you guys have an awesome rest of your week. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Live it up. Do something to treat yourself. Last words of wisdom. Treat yourself (laughs) this week. (laughs) We will catch you guys next time. Yeah. See ya. Thanks for stopping by Carol's Coffee House this week. We hope you found our conversations to be uplifting and inspiring. We really appreciate all of your support and encouragement, and your feedback helps us strive to bring good content to this podcast. If you have any ideas of topics you'd like to hear more about or are interested in, please reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter at carol underscore podcast or email us at carolscoffeehouse at gmail.com. Have a great week and God bless.